Hey, it's me, Gavin Crawford. Every week, I'll quiz comedians about the headlines. Do you worry about kids being exposed to drag? I grew up going to see men in dresses singing every Sunday and we had to give them money, okay? <laughs> I wish they were singing show tunes and had some makeup on their hair done, right? It would have been way better. If the news has you screaming into the void, we can help with that. Because news is available on CBC Listen and everywhere you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hi, Let's Make a Rom-Com listeners. Maddie here. And I want to tell you about a new podcast that I'm pretty sure you're going to like. Let's be honest. I think you're going to love it. Because guess what? I wrote it. It's called Popcorn for Dinner, and it's a sitcom for your ears. It has all the things a sitcom has. It's about four friends living in an apartment together. It's got a will-they-won't-they. And yes, it's even got a laugh track. But you get used to it, I promise. It's essentially friends, but with no visuals. I've got the first episode queued up for you here, but I would love for you to subscribe. Just look up Popcorn for Dinner, a sitcom podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. And if it helps get you in the mood, just imagine that Ryan, Mark, and I spent eight weeks trying to write a sitcom script, and this is the result. Oh, by the way, I also star in the show, and Mark and Ryan make considerable guest stars. Okay, here's the first episode of Popcorn for Dinner. Popcorn for Dinner was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. You're listening to Popcorn for Dinner, a show about four friends in their early 20s living in an apartment together. It's like a 90s sitcom on TV, except it's not on TV and it's not set in the 90s. It's a podcast. Literally the most important thing in my life is this new apartment. That's Laura. She's the neurotic one. Apartment 5E, the place where I'll tell my children I made all my mistakes so they don't have to. That's right, there's a laugh track. Would it be a sitcom podcast without one? Has anyone seen the one box with all my worldly possessions in it? That's Ellie. She's the chill girl. Oh, wait. I'm holding it. (laughs) This place is so nice. I could really see myself entertaining someone special here, if you know what I mean. That's Michael. He's the nice guy. You guys know what I mean, right? Not in a gross way. I just, like, would like to bring a girl here sometime, if she's into it. No pressure. It's a nice place. So many electrical outlets. Finally, that's Austin. He's the oddball. Hang on. Laura, how is this going to work? This apartment only has three bedrooms. And there's four of us. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, I've thought this through. There are three bedrooms, plus a really amazing maid's room. What's a maid's room? It's a spacious, windowless room connected to the biggest bedroom. So, a closet? Wait, it used to be a maid's bedroom? I don't think it was her bedroom. I think it was where she kept her little bucket and cleaning supplies. So, a closet. Okay, who's going to want to sleep in there? Nobody. So I think the person who started the fire and made us all move should be the one to sleep in the maid's closet. Michael? Oh yeah, so you know... These four actually lived together in another apartment, but a mysterious fire forced them to move. I didn't start the fire. I'm just the person who saw it first. Let's maybe pull straws to decide. Michael, we don't own straws. We're not monsters. (laughs) Everyone who thinks Michael should take the maid's closet, say aye. Aye. Sorry, Michael. You can have a sleepover with me whenever you want. Plenty of outlets to go around. Fine, but if I take the maid's closet, I'm not cleaning up after the housewarming thing tonight, okay? Good. You're bad at cleaning. You once tried to sweep up jam. Gorgeous. It's settled. 
Austin takes the bedroom with the most outlets. Ellie takes the bedroom that's the smallest because she only has one box. Michael takes the maid's closet, and I guess I get the biggest bedroom. Thank God we worked that out. So, that's it. Those are the characters. This is the show. You in? The gang are planning on having a housewarming party tonight. No grown adult would have a party the day they move in, but these aren't adults. They're 21-year-olds. Guys, is the housewarming thing tonight a party or a hang? What's the difference? Hang is like indie music. Everyone opening up bottles of wine. Only one group conversation. Maybe a board game is played if we get desperate. And a party is like party music. People trying to bang. People trying to escape the conversation they're in so they can try to bang. Let's make it a party. Parties are the only place where you can find plain ruffled chips. Okay, well, if it's a party, it has to be a great party. We need to break the curse of the last apartment. In what way was our last apartment cursed? Literally burnt to the ground. Hey, maybe the curse is why I haven't had sex in a year. Actually, Michael hasn't had sex in 15 months. He's experiencing an extended dry spell that started with a bad haircut and then snowballed. Exactly. The curse is probably why I'm still single. No. You haven't had sex in a year because you can't close. And you are still single because you let Jason break up with you every six weeks. Maybe the curse is why my milk curdled when I left it out on the counter all night. Guys, technically Jason has never broken up with me because we were never officially dating. Jason is Laura's horrible love interest. He's the biggest douche ever and everyone but Laura can see that. Michael, you should invite that girl you like. I did, but I'm worried the way I invited her made it seem like she should bring her entire improv team to the party. Why? What did you say? I said she should bring her entire improv team to the party. (laughs) She confuses me, though. She's always doing that mean, flirty thing with me. How so? Like, she'll comment on a really old Instagram post, which is flirt, but then the comment will say, you. Ellie pulls out her phone and stares at it like she just saw a picture of a childhood enemy getting engaged to someone famous. No way. What's wrong, Ellie? My manager just asked what I'm doing tonight. Hot Charlie? Invite her to the party. Michael's right. Charlie is super hot. Ellie works at the bar located on the main floor of their new building. I'm just going to say I'm sick. Why can't you say you're busy? It's your day off. Says the person who's never worked in a restaurant. I worked in a restaurant. Playing a waitress in a school play doesn't count. (laughs) Jobs are fluid with these four. Sometimes Michael is in school. Sometimes Austin's in school. Sometimes Laura works. Sometimes she doesn't. All you need to know is that Ellie works at the bar downstairs. Oh, while we're on the topic of Jason, I have some big news. How are we on the topic of Jason? He likes restaurants. Anyways, I have something to say. After months of deliberation and a lot of tears, as you know, I've decided Jason and I should just be friends. Finally. So in the spirit of friendship and hospitality, I have invited my good friend Jason to come tonight. And he said maybe. Later that night, the apartment is packed. People are absolutely vibing, except for Laura, who's in the kitchen having a shout-talky conversation with Austin. This is the worst party ever. It's like the cafeteria in high school. Racially segregated? What? No. 
Where did you grow up? The groups are completely separate. There's no flow. Austin currently has his head in the dishwasher. He's trying to replace the spinny thing. Austin, you're killing me. How do you even know the dishwasher is broken? It smells weird. Did you try cleaning it? No. Why would I do that? <laughs> okay. I can't even talk about this anymore because we have bigger problems. Jason just texted and said he's at a lounge. A lounge? What does that mean? I don't know. Is he at an airport? Are you going to text him back? Yeah, but I have to wait at least nine minutes before I respond. Laura gets on her phone, ignores like 30 reminders to meditate, and sets a timer for exactly nine minutes. <sighs> I have to go. Someone asked me to bring them a bottle opener like half an hour ago. Hosting a party is so exhausting. I need the Wi-Fi. I need a lighter. I need you to stop me bleeding out of my head. Who's bleeding out of their head? Nobody yet. Well, let me know if that changes. I almost got my first aid certificate. Almost? What happened? The instructor died of a heart attack. (laughs) Across the room, Ellie notices someone taking a video of the party. Remember, she's pretending to be sick, so this is not going to work. Hey, you! No videos. I'm pretending to be sick, so I have to be off the grid tonight. (laughs) Everyone, if you really need to take a video tonight, please go to the bathroom. Back in the kitchen, Austin still has his head in the dishwasher. I just don't get why you have to fix things now. Austin puts down the tools, a chopstick and an elastic band. I get nervous at parties. I'm not good at small talk. Oh, well, try to talk to someone. Come on, it's your party too. Austin scans the room. He takes a deep breath and walks towards a girl who looks like she's read Perks of Being a Wallflower one too many times. Hey. Hey. What's your favorite tree nut? Hey, Austin, there's a crack in my bedroom that needs spackling. Thank you. Across the room, Michael introduces Ellie to the mean flirty girl he was telling her about, Michelle. Ellie, this is Michelle. Michelle, this is my roommate, Ellie. Hey, nice to meet you. How do you stand to be roommates with a guy this hot? Okay, so that's flirty. Oh, I know. You're probably one of those girls who are attracted to guys who are actually doing something with their lives. Okay, that's mean. Yeah, it's good to finally meet you. For a while, I was worried this dummy wasn't picking up on the fact that I wanted to come here tonight. Okay, that's mean flirty. Damn it, it's Charlie. She's saying they're really busy at the bar and I should come in. Can you believe that? I'm sick. I can't go to work. But you're not sick. She doesn't know that. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl. Let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. The balcony in this apartment is incredible. If you had this balcony, you would be out there all the time. But these four. Only use it during special episodes. Right now, Laura is out there talking to a cute guy that seems into her. So what are you in school for, Laura? Can I ask you something? What's a lounge? Pardon? Like if you told a girl you were at a lounge, what would that mean? 
I guess I would be telling her that I'm in an airport. That's what I thought. Laura's timer goes off. It's been nine minutes. She pulls out her phone to text Jason back, ignoring all the messages from her mom reminding her to buy smoke detectors. Are you in an airport? Sent. Okay, sorry. How are you enjoying the party? I know it's not ideal. There's literally no flow. Well, I'm about to head inside. My friends and I were going to play a game of Zip Zap Zop. Oh my god, is that a board game? No, it's an improv game. Oh my god, that's worse! Back in the living room, Austin has moved on from the dishwasher and is now greasing the hinge on a door. A timid guy walks up to him. Hey, Austin. What you doing? Just fixing a squeak, I heard. That's so cool. Really? Yeah. Can I help you? I get nervous at parties. I need something to do with my hands, you know? Oh, yeah. Don't worry. This apartment is kind of a dump. We'll be busy all night. Across the room, Laura enters from the palatial balcony. She looks like she should be wearing a headset like a party planner in a movie. She makes a beeline for Michael. What is Austin doing now? He heard a squeak. Okay, I didn't even know you could buy grease. Where did he get that? The tin man? Mean flirty Michelle arrives with a drink for Michael. It's every 20-year-old girl's favorite. Straight Aperol. Laura, I would like to introduce you to Michelle. Sorry, what was the name? It's Michelle. Kind of like Michael, except unlike Michael, I'm not a complete loser. Excuse me? In Ellie's room, Austin is taking pictures of Ellie curled up under her duvet, pretending to be sick. Her mattress is on the floor. Pictures are looking great, Ellie. Thanks for asking me to help. It's nice to get a break from all those people. Or wait, maybe they're getting a break from me. I'm worried I don't look sick enough. I have a skateboard in my room. If you want, we could put it in the picture. It's hard to tell if Austin is joking or not. But as we ponder this, Laura dramatically bursts through the door. This party is a disaster! There's a dog with three legs stealing all the attention. The improvisers are warming up. God knows what they're warming up for. Also, have you guys met Michelle? We hate her. I haven't met her yet. Well, we hate her. Are you sure she doesn't have a boyfriend? She's wearing a tiny necklace. I don't get it. Tiny necklaces are the engagement ring of having a boyfriend. (laughs) Who cares? Michael hasn't had sex in a year. He should go for it. I went to the bathroom and I looked at all her social media. She used to be a blonde and it was a literal disaster. Also, speaking of disaster, she went on a voluntourism trip in high school. Hello? Colonialist much? Why do you care? Michael can sleep with whoever he wants. Laura looks at her phone. It didn't ding or vibrate or anything. She just has it unlocked in her hand. Okay, wow. Something horrible has happened. What? Nuclear war? Worse. Jason was typing and now he's not typing. Oh my god. He just liked my message. This is an assault! Back in the living room, Ellie stands on top of the coffee table to make an announcement to the party. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the new apartment! I have to call my boss and pretend to be sick, so I need 45 seconds of uninterrupted silence. Can we do that? Yeah! Okay, I'm going to ask you again. Can we do that? (laughs) Ellie calls Charlie back. Everyone is quiet with anticipation. The improv kids look on, desperately hoping there's a possibility to yes-and this situation. Hello, Charlie? Did you call me? I was, I was napping. 
Is everything okay down there? Oh no, you need me to come in? I really don't think I can because the, the fever I have is consuming me and I'm chilled to the bone. Yeah, it sucks. I, I hope I don't die. <laughs> okay, maybe don't call me again because <clears throat> I'll for sure be sleeping. Okay, <clears throat> bye, bye. So sick. And we're in the clear! Ellie bows to her adoring crowd. Fresh with confidence, she winks at the beautiful woman. The party is winding down, and mean flirty Michelle is hugging her friends goodbye. This is a great sign that Michael could break his streak tonight. So, what do you think of Michelle? Um, I think she's a really bad person. She makes me think evil is an inherent quality in people and not something all of us continuously battle. I just think you deserve to be with someone who actually likes you. She does like me. That's, that's why she's so mean to me. I mean, she's still here, right? That means something. Laura checks her phone for the millionth time. Still no update from Jason. Even her mom has stopped texting. I'm sorry Jason didn't come, Laura. Oh, hey, friends come and sometimes friends don't come. He's simply a friend that didn't come. That's actually a problem we had when we weren't just friends. Right on cue, the front door swings open with no knock. Uh-oh. It's Jason, wearing a floral shirt and carrying a case of Lithuanian beers. Am I too late for the party? Uh, pretty sure it's just getting started. Never too late to have a drink with me on the balcony. Friend. Out on the aspirational balcony, Laura and Jason are sitting too close to be friends, but too far away to definitely be a thing. There's no reason that pepper should be on every table in America. It's arbitrary. Exactly. Why is salt on every table? Well, salt enhances the flavor. Pepper's just completely random. Might as well be paprika. Or cinnamon. That's taking it a bit too far. Uh. (laughs) He bops her on the nose? Yuck. They start to lean in a little bit, but in the nick of time, Ellie bursts out onto the balcony. Can I borrow you for a minute? Somebody better be bleeding out of their head. (laughs) Ellie and Laura enter the bathroom to find several people taking videos of each other. Okay, everyone out. Now, come on, goodbye. The group's departure reveals Austin and two other wallflowers in the bathtub, fixing a tile with a butter knife. Oh, hey guys. What are you doing in here? Do you need to take a video? We have apartment business to take care of. Roommates only. Austin addresses his crew of misfits. Hey guys, let's take five. We'll meet back in the living room to relacquer the wainscoting. Ellie, what are we doing in here? Are we trying to figure out what to do with the flow of the party? I think it's over. I think we just take the L and move on. This is an intervention. You can't hook up with Jason. Yeah, Laura. Jason is the worst. One time I saw him on the bus and he didn't see me and he was holding a copy of Infinite Jess with a dollar bill as the bookmark. Jason is like what my mom thinks a hipster is. Guys, it doesn't matter. We're not going to hook up. We're just being friends. How many times did you touch his arm on the balcony? Twice, but one was very light, like it was an accident. See, friends don't know the answer to that question. Where the hell is Michael? Shouldn't he be part of this little intervention? He's doing the old bedroom trick. The old bedroom trick is when you ask someone if they want to see your bedroom. 
If they say yes, there's a very good chance they want to hook up with you. Which is good, because now you're in a bedroom. Ew, he's with that witch, Michelle. I don't understand the bedroom trick. What if the person actually just wants to see your bedroom? (laughs) Why would someone want to see Michael's bedroom? For interior design tips, he only has one thing on the wall, and it's a poster from the movie Interstellar. (laughs) The bedroom trick has worked. Michael and Michelle are sitting on his bed in the maid's closet. Michael is trying to act casual, but he's not casual at all. He keeps crossing and uncrossing his legs. So, I've always wanted to know, how much of your improv is written beforehand? Michelle jumps on Michael and kisses him. (laughs) You know, I kind of thought you actually hated me. Yeah, I do. What? But doesn't everyone hate you? Well, I think some people like me sometimes. Huh. She leans in to kiss him again, but Michael pulls back. Um, Michelle, I'm sorry. I think I would like to kiss someone who actually likes me. I don't know if I see that happening for you. Wow. That is really mean. Michael wants to slip out of the room and pretend this never happened. But remember, to get out of the maid's closet, he has to walk through Laura's room. Oh, no, no, no. Which is now occupied, because she's just pulled the bedroom trick on Jason. Oh, man. Michael and Michelle are trapped. I got the biggest room. It was kind of like a whole situation. Laura and Jason are sitting on Laura's bed, completely unaware that Michael and Michelle are in the maid's room. Boy, we're really in a pickle now, huh? So... This is it. This is my bedroom. Good for you, kid. Why do you always call me kid? I'm like a year younger than you. Yeah, but I grew up a lot this year. If I knew then what I know now, I'd still have my Vespa. So, how's the lounge? You're always calling me on everything, huh? Oh, great. They're kissing now. Laura, will you ever learn? in the living room, the party has basically cleared out. Austin has just dismissed his crew for the night. He's proud of all the work they were able to accomplish. Just then, the door opens. Oh no, it's Ellie's boss, Charlie. She stands in the doorway, holding soup. Charlie! Wait! How do you know where I live? Because we work downstairs, and this is the apartment having the party. I thought I would come bust you, but also bring soup so I wouldn't look like a jerk, just in case you actually were sick. Behind Ellie, the three-legged dog walks by with a six-pack in its mouth. (laughs) You're taking out the trash at work for a month. Deal. See you Monday. I hope I'm feeling better by then. Me too. Okay, now that's just straight-up flirty-flirty. Still trapped in the maid's closet, Michael and Michelle play shoots and ladders in silence. It's super tense. Michelle rolls a six. Oh, too bad. You have to slide down the biggest chute. I don't want to, uh, and I'm not going to. What do you mean you're not going to? You have to because you rolled a six. There is only one rule in this entire game, and if we don't respect it, we are just two adults counting to a hundred. Whatever, who cares? I'm just going to roll again. No! Ellie and Austin are eating plain ruffled chips in the living room. 
They just saw Jason sneak out after telling Laura that he had to get up early for a fermentation class. Worst party ever. Oh, man. What happened with Jason? (sighs) Nothing. Maybe my mom was right at her speech at my brother's wedding. Maybe sex is our base function. You had sex? Your mom said that at a wedding? (laughs) They're interrupted by Michael and Michelle, who are now free from their forced captivity. Michelle can't get out of the apartment fast enough. Great. Congratulations, Michael. You won shoots and ladders. What an accomplishment. Yes, and I didn't have to cheat to do it. (laughs) I'm out of here. Man, that girl is mean. My dry spell continues. Finally, you get it. What an absolute unsalted almond of a personality. (laughs) Wait, Michael, where are you coming from? I was, um... Not in my bedroom, which is not a maid's closet attached to your bedroom, and I did not hear anything at all, certainly nothing involving two people engaged in the physical act of lovemaking. And during that act, I did not hear anybody asking for more eye contact. Oh my god, Michael! The party's over. We're nearing the end. The four roommates sit in the messy living room. Laura is asleep on Michael. He can't move without waking her up. I have to pee. Just wake her up. Whispering is so fun. We should do it more often. (laughs) Suddenly, Laura is awoken by a weird sound coming from the kitchen. What is that? I think the spinny thing just flew off the dishwasher. (laughs) Oh no. Is this apartment cursed too? Probably. I'll just tell you now. Michael and Laura are the will-they-won't-they of this show. That was the first episode of Popcorn for Dinner. And there's five more episodes waiting for you right now in the Popcorn for Dinner feed. Go subscribe right now. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.